Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Rambling Podcast. I am your host, Jack. And I am your host, Christina. And this is a show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas. And today's pressing issue is the fact that 2022 is in a coffin in a hole somewhere. I don't, I can't imagine that. You can't imagine that it's in a coffin in a hole somewhere? Yes. Well, it happened. It happened. It happened. Now we're in 2023. This is the first episode of 2023 when it comes to the beautiful, lovely, rambling podcast. Because the 2022 version of it died. It died. It's dead. It's, it went with the thing. Now we're on episode however many and it starts this year. That's, yeah. That's what that's what happened, bro. And the birth of 2023, it's like three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I don't know what day it is, but it's this year. And it's that many days old. Yeah, it's that many days old. It's that many days old. In theory, although, that should be like seven days, right? That feels like the right number. Because Sunday started on the first. Yes. So seven days from Sunday would be Saturday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which would make Saturday the seventh, a full week. Yeah, that makes sense. That means today is the week birthday of 2023. Happy birthday, 2020, or happy, I guess it's, not, it's also birthday. It's not an anniversary. Celebrating the year. It's not birth date. Happy one week ago birth. Yes. It makes no sense because, like, the person listening is probably not listening when this is happening. So this, this is not this It's time stamping so they know when it happened. Okay. Now they know, oh, of course that happened on Saturday <laughs> the 7th of uh january of 2023 it has to be you know Mm -hmm. that's how it goes that's how things happen it doesn't feel very important to them to who the listener what doesn't feel important just having a stamp like that maybe we don't know we're not the listener Hmm. unless you're going back and hearing every episode which i'm not doing please don't do that or do that listeners do do that you I don't know what you're doing in your own spare time. I'm listening to them in reverse. So it's satanic messages all yes. the way through? Mm-hmm. Wait, wouldn't it in reverse just starting at the new ones and going to the old ones? No. Well, yeah, I guess. It doesn't matter. That's really, really? Right it way. doesn't matter what order you're doing. It's a podcast. It works. Yeah. Yeah, it works either way. It works either way. There's no story being told. Or there is, but... It doesn't make sense anyway. So. Yeah, it's like loose enough mm-hmm. that like it doesn't matter where you, in the story you jump in, you're still lost. Mm-hmm. It's like I remember this kind of being mentioned. If you go an episode back, you're like, how the hell is this the same thing? Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, with the death of 2022, I was thinking that it would be very interesting to look at all the different death things that happen. Specifically, like, how we would send off 2022 now that it's dead. What do you mean? it's been seven days since its death. Well, there's a bunch of death rituals that take place in the world. And I thought it would be very interesting to pick one. To send 2022 off in? To put 2022 on. Okay. And show them the reality of the matter when it comes to that, you know? 
So uh, I got a couple of different uh, uh, ideas of how to handle uh, burials. And then I also have uh, the idea to trust that we're going to pick one. And then we're going to gonna make a coffin. Uh-huh. And then we're going to pull 2022 in it. And then we're going to do whatever thing we choose to do with it. Are all of these related to burying it? No, but okay. it doesn't mean we can't make a coffin, put them in the coffin, and then leave them there until we're ready. Because what oh, if it's a vampire? Okay. What if we need to close the casket with it in it and put garlic all around it so it's trapped and they're not coming out? I think we're supposed to tie a bell on it or something. If we bury it. Yeah. Oh, but we're not burying it. No, it's we're just, just keeping it around until we know. Until we know it's both not a vampire and what we're going to do with it. Okay. What are some of the things we could do with it besides burying it? Well, the most unique thing I've ever seen ideologically makes perfect sense, which is in Tibet, they, Mm -hmm. uh, after you die, they chop your body out. They chop it. Chop it. (laughs) Okay. Into little chunks. Uh. Into little chunks. And then... They feed it to the animal so that you can be part Ooh, of nature. Okay. Huh? The first part was the serving. Somehow the second makes it a little better. Well, the ideology here is complicated. It serves a couple of purposes. Really? Yeah. So, first and most importantly, by chopping the body, you've released the soul that was trapped inside the dead body. That's how you get it out? That's how you get it out. Cut it out. <laughs> what? Okay. Second. The body is then used for nature mm-hmm. feed. And in doing so, you take away the toxins. This will show itself again later. Toxins? Toxins. Because the body is dirty and germs are like, Abandon ship! And all the germs are like getting off. Mm-hmm. That's why it's like not advised to come in contact with dead stuff because the germs are all evacuating and you touched it and then they climbed on you and then they're like, oh no, we found the host. It's all good. Wait, are they feeding these animals dead people? Like, yes, they chop up the people and then give them to to animals. They're not cooking them or anything. (laughs) I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I didn't go that far. Oh. But uh, I know that that happened. They call it a sky burial. Usually they put them really high up so the birds get to them first. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, then they become part of the sky. And that's cleaning toxin. They clean Well, yeah, you don't it? you don't give them to the you don't put them in the dirt, and mm-hmm. then people walk all over that dirt. Oh, so and you the, yeah, and the birds just take it, and then their bodies destroy whatever is in there. Okay, there's no animals that would get sick by eating hum- dead human by accident. I mean, there's probably a crap ton of animals, but I don't think we're thinking that far. Okay, now. In Madagascar, there's a bit of a otter thing happening. I don't think we're going to do this one. I just think this is interesting. But in Madagascar, they do what is called dancing with the dead. What? <laughs> which is a weird sort of tradition in which every few years, you go to the graveyard, you dig up your dead, you pull them out. Every few years? Of the grave. You wrap them in new clothing, and then people play music, and you dance with the body. 
Every few years? You said every few years, Every right? few years. What? I don't know if I like that one. <laughs> well, what it does is help the body decompose faster by putting fresh new things for crap to grow on and eat the body. Is that why they're doing it, though? That's one of the things that happens as a result. Oh. But they have an explanation of how it started? Mm, no, I wasn't looking for the history or the beginning of any of these things. Just looking oh. for what people do. Okay. And that's what they do over there. They dance with the dead. They dance with the dead. Wow. Yeah. That's so strange. It's pretty weird. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's better that it's newly clothed. Like, if it was still in its crappy clothes, that would suck more. Would it matter? I don't know. You're dancing with a dead thing. Huh. That sounds like... I don't know. Yeah, completely know. goes against... But then again, I guess there's no germs left. Everything left. But no, if it's still decomposing, there has to be. That's why you wrap it up. Yeah, I, I guess. guess. <laughs> but then why go through all this? Why not just let it, like, don't ever come in contact with that type of situation? That's cool. What was the first place? The first place was Tibet. Tibet? This is Madagascar? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, One burial you're very familiar with, probably, because everybody has seen it in a movie or walked by the beach and seen a floating body on top of a raft lit on fire. It's really common. Can you imagine? That's not, that's not <laughs> very common. But everybody's heard common of that. movies, yeah. Yeah, all <laughs> movies. All the movies ever. Yeah. If you're going to be cool, you're going to light somebody. It's because it's the reason it's in so many movies is because there's a lot of movies about the Norse people and Norse events. And this takes place in all the Nordic countries. Okay. Yeah. They just, they just send them off and burn them. Well, it's not necessarily burning. There's a couple of ways this could be taken, but oftentimes they just lay them atop, um, a cliff on like a not like a raft but like a thing that's gonna slide down the cliff and then they just let them slide in some of them are the floating ones that they send out and some just go out to drown well not really drown they're they're dead but yes, <laughs> just yes to, yes they're burying them in water it's <laughs> also known water graves oh okay that makes sense yeah so they they do it a couple of different ways but the idea that's why it's nordic countries plural because there's variants but they're mm -hmm. all essentially we're throwing your body in the water there's different ways of doing it here's a raft some fire it looks elegant and yeah. you sink so them. even when it comes to burning the body it's not really about burning the body it's just about sending your family in the water yeah i think the burning the body might be symbolic of something yeah but the main goal is you're going to go in that water. Yes, always. The main goal is your body is hitting that water one way or another. And you don't know the explanation for that? A lot of, a lot mm -hmm. of these, or just in general, death rituals don't always necessarily have a complex thought attached to them. It's just an easy way to dispose of bodies without having them pile up and toxifying all our areas. Yeah. And mm. considering hole digging isn't the easiest thing in the world a lot of cultures decided to just opt out of that okay didn't even cross their minds really and it's just like we're doing this because it's easy 
<laughs> it's not yeah. like oh there's some profound deep no, way just, to we get don't want to this, this around this yeah it's essentially you just got to get rid of the body mm-hmm. one way or another yes so in india they have something weird and interesting i suppose weirder than dancing with the dead very similar okay so they actually sort of parade they're dead around town. Oh. Visibly, not even like hidden, just like, hey, people, look at this dead body I'm hanging out with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They what? do, on the other hand, have weird things attached to the to them. Like, they'll dress them in colors appropriate to, like, whatever they believe the person represents. So an example would be, like, red for purity or, like, I don't know, yellow for knowledge or something. That's interesting. So they would be dressed in the color that they believe best represent the person and then parade them around town so everybody knows. They must get something from that, though. There must be some reason for that. Or I guess it it is just a celebrating the person who died. Celebrating the person who died, for sure. I'm sure there's some deeper, profound meaning as associated to why they need to do these other things. Or, again, it could just 100% be like, hey, they were cool. Everybody look. Yeah. But if there is a reason, don't know why. Because it's not about getting rid of the body if you're bringing the body out of its grave. Is this a yearly thing, too, or a random, did, did it say, or this is like an anniversary sort of thing of after they die? No, this is just after they die, and then they get cremated, and then there's no way to do it again. Oh, okay. Okay, I thought it was one of those weird things of every... T- no, no, whatever. no. Show the body to everybody, then dispose of it so it can never be used again. Oh, oh that's pretty cool, I guess. This is the last time, and that's it. <laughs> okay. Well, coming back to the idea that a dead body is toxic... There is a ritual that's very odd and also includes birds. So there's a tower. They take the body to the top of the tower, lay it at the very tip, and leave it there for crows because crows can purify the body. Now, you're looking for something with meaning. This is something with meaning. Where is this happening? This is happening in Zoroastrian. What? And what is? Why is this happening? Well, they believe the body is incredibly toxic, and the crows are the only things that can kill or not. I guess yeah, crows, vultures mainly. Mm -hmm. Anything that's gonna pick at the body. Mm So vultures uh, are going to devour the body, and they believe that the vulture's ability to eat anything toxic is the best way to dispose of the body. They don't want to come in contact with the body. They don't want to touch it themselves. They don't want to bury it. They don't want it around people. They think that's tainted and dangerous. I wonder how long that process takes. They got to wait for them to eat everything before they they put another body or something. Like, how does that work? Like, if several people die. Yeah. Right? I'm, sure I'm guessing it's such a small place that maybe they don't have to worry about multiple people dying at once. Could <laughs> be. But also, even if multiple people died at once, what, they travel across the country to bury their dead? I'm sure they all have a thing. And, like, how many people die in a city a day? Not, like, a lot. Mm. I'm sure you, you could get it done. At one location? It's one tower, though, that they're going to? 
No, it's probably many towers. Oh, okay. They called the activity the Tower of Silence. Oh, what's it called? The Tower of Silence. Mm. That's the berry ritual. Oh. It's called the Tower of Silence. It sounds really cool. Yeah, you take them up there, you put them, and you don't go back. All right, I like that one. That might be my winner. I'm. Wait, should I be spoiling what I'm voting for? Okay, ignore that. Although I'm really interested in that one. You're really interested in that one? Well, there's a couple more to go through. And then we can make a choice. Mm-hmm. So one of the ones we can go to is the people of a place called Tinguayan. They dress their deceased in the fanciest clothing they can find, and then they sit their body on a chair and then place a cigarette on their lips. We've actually seen... There was a, f- a popular photo of that going around the internet a long time ago. People were like, what the fuck is wrong with this lady? And I but actually had no is... idea, but now thinking about it, yeah, okay. So it's... People just... Wait, with a cigarette? That's important. Some people just put the... I don't know why they put it, but they do. Oh, okay. They dress them up and sit them there. They sit them on a chair, yeah. At the funeral? At the house? Where is this person at? You... I mean, it could be at the funeral. Because they're not just going to keep it there forever, are they? That's not the end of the story, is it? It's probably at a funeral. And then they probably... And then they probably... Were, yeah, yeah. Okay, because that would be very strange if you just have a dead person there greeting everyone in your home, just living with you. Well, let me follow up with the next one then. Because the banquet people blindfold their dead and then sit them on a chair, usually in their house. What? What? But what's the blindfolding? That's kind of creepy. Not sure. I mean, the dead Maybe you also don't creepy. want to see creepy eyes. <laughs> yeah. That whole thing is really weird. I don't know. Can you imagine getting home and there's just a dead body sitting on a chair and nobody's making a big deal about it? That is very strange. But they think it's not strange. Although we don't know if they're living with this dead thing. Hopefully not. I don't know. Seems like they're living with it. Well, that yeah. is a weird one. It is a really strange ritual. My idea is like, it has to be so uncomfortable, right? But then if you're used to it, I don't know. If you're just into anything, it doesn't matter. People have trophies of animals. Yeah, and as normal is just yeah. normal. Now, let's see. The Cebuano people. They uh dressed they dressed the children who are attending the funeral in red so that they aren't bothered by ghosts. Hmm. That doesn't even have anything to do with the dead guy. No. Unless the dead guy's gonna bother them unless He's they're wearing the ghosts are protecting the ghost, him against. Yes. Oh, that's very worrisome about who those people are. It's like lamb's blood letting God know which kids are the right ones to kill. Yes. Huh. Maybe that's like if you have, if your kid isn't dressed in red, they're going to have a bad life because they were at the funeral not wearing red. Because hmm. luck is so important. So this is a good luck thing. And then not wearing red would be the bad luck. I guess. But it is entirely to protect them from Gosa. Yeah. But like for the rest of their lives or just this moment? Don't know what to tell you. Because if it's for the rest of their lives, then it's kind of a bad luck thing. If you don't wear red, you're haunted forever. But why? I don't know. Why are you just haunted for the funeral? Because there's a ghost there. There's a ghost there. (laughs) 
bare minimum mm-hmm. one one ghost but aren't the adults afraid of being <laughs> haunted i guess or whatever they expect this ghost to do don't know there doesn't seem that they're dressing in red no and again maybe they are it's just maybe they are it. i don't know hmm. let's see the sagata region hangs coffins from cliffs why it's closer to heaven uh-huh. and it just hangs there yep and then someone will eventually will fall off the cliff or i don't know hanging with the chain huh how does this cliff look like filled with coffins hanging from it decorated in coffins what like a cliff yeah you think they all go to a cliff well the cliffs if it's more than one it's I mean, there's got to be a minimum. It can't be ridiculous. You think there's, like, countless of cliffs in this place? No, I think they're not packed with bodies. Oh. You think one or two? Yeah, it's probably bare minimum. Two or three per cliff. Okay. But, like, just one cliff with just one body? That's impossible. Everyone would want that, be fighting for that cliff. Unless they want to be next to their family. And there should be cliffs that are full of dead bodies. Yeah, I guess. Now that I think about it, bury everybody. Or not bury. Nobody's being Hang. Hang them around one another. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's bad. Hmm. It's interesting to look at, I guess. Well. Ready? Is this one very strange? <laughs> yes. The Kavite people get stuffed into a hollow tree when they die. Usually one they picked while they were alive. Awesome. You pick a tree, you're like, stuff me in that one. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. That is... Getting to animals and that... Look, that one is a double-edged sword. You don't want to be a visitor to this country and be like, I'm a wandering woods because there's nothing else to do today. I'm a tourist. Everybody is asleep because it's too early, but I'm a morning person. And it's, there's no way. It's 6 a.m. The sun's out. I'm going to go jog and I'm going to go take a trip through the woods. And Ooh. oh, my God, somebody stuffed a dead body into this tree. I got to call authorities or something. Then the authorities probably had this happen a lot. There's probably signs everywhere that say don't look into those trees. Or dead bodies in the trees are just A okay. A okay. Normal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dead bodies in trees if you're a tourist? Normal. Yeah. You gotta warn the tourist, I guess. So those are the different things we could do to twenty twenty two couple of them there's probably way more but there's probably way more just some like of them. shoot it to space just some of them hmm i think 2022 is too too bland <laughs> too bland for that hmm no it's Hang it off too cliff. bland oh so it would make sense to put it somewhere out of way i vote for putting it on the you know tower of silence put it up there ignore the shit out of it while the birds eat it while the birds eat it mm-hmm. i like that one I do like Because if we wanted something to go through, like, to cease existing, we would, like, cremate 2020, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, screw 2020. We cremate 2020, or we would, like, oh, I guess, uh, these people are already dead, I guess. I was going to be like, a way to kill people is old school firing line. But, yeah, we're not talking about murder. We're talking about after you're already <laughs> dead, what do we do with you? So what do you vote for? That's... 
And for myself, being stuffed into a tree. You vote for which one? The Tower of Silence. Oh, okay. And you want to be stuffed into a tree? Yes. You want the tree to eat you? Yes. Or feed me to animals. That sounds pretty cool, too. No. You want to be fed to animals? Yeah, in the first place, you shop them up. And... Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Give them to all the critters so they can come and eat you. Mm-hmm. Checks out. So now that we know what is it we're going to do, I figure we could figure out what is going to happen to 2022 in the afterlife. What? Yeah. So when you die, mm -hmm. some people believe it's not the end. More happens. And if you knew this, it's really strange. For absolutely no reason, with absolutely no proof that could exist, that that could exist, zero proof for this could ever exist. It's something literally untestable, but... There's a million theories on it. <laughs> they are sure. They are sure that something happens after. There's no way to prove it. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's statistically more likely that nothing happens afterwards. Like, just odds alone. Yeah. Like, infinity to the one chance that something might happen afterwards. But if something did happen, what will it be? I don't know. What do you think it would be? We're choosing for the year? Yeah. I don't know many ways. I don't know. Have the basic go to heaven? Uh-huh. Or, um, go to hell? I don't know. Sweet. Okay, so then I'll start with the simulation theory. That's the obvious one, obviously, that it dies only to realize this is all a program. Duh, that's the best afterlife, where you find out it was all a simulation and you were in the Matrix. That dead you isn't this dead you. You have always just been plugged into a thing. You didn't die. Now we'll just restart the program. It's fine. Okay. It just restarts? It could just be a video game and game over. I don't know. Yeah. It mm. could. It's a simulation. What would you do with the simulation? Different than what he would do with the simulation. Mm-hmm. Point is, it's a simulation. I guess it could restart. You could have a simulation run on a, on a loop where after it hits a certain point, it just reboots over and over. Oh. That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I just know that the he dies in the sudden realization of, oh, oh, it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. And then it continues living, and then it dies, and then it wakes up, and it's like, oh? Yeah, I guess. Okay. It's weird, but a lot of beliefs are ultimately come down to the same thing. What? Did this go, oh? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's one of them in here that's like... That you believe, what was it that they believe, that you come to the realization that, or here we go, you are, that your consciousness is a part of the universe. The universe is a giant consciousness and you're a little part of it. When you die, you rejoin the bigger consciousness with the, oh, and then you become an individual again and get that individual perspective until the day you die again and rejoin that giant bigger consciousness. So that's always getting that, oh, this is the reality coming back in. Oh, uh, okay. So it happens a lot. And like different religions believe in that? Yeah. Thing? In the whole kind of like realizing, the, oh, shit, here's a conclusion. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. 
Now, basic beliefs are that, not basic beliefs, but, you know, everybody's basic belief is heaven, hell, blah, blah, blah. Now, the Rastafarians believe that life is actually eternal. Really? Yeah, and righteous people can't die. Really? Yes, what? and you die when you've walked off the path of righteousness. So they don't actually celebrate their funerals because they believe those people didn't deserve to be alive. Whoa. What? Mm. Ah. Well, what happens to those dead people? They nothing? Nothing? It's just they just they they're just, just dead. Die. Okay. Blackness once you die because you don't deserve to stay alive forever. But everyone else gets to live forever. Well gets not everyone. To live forever. What? That's interesting. interesting. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. I never heard of that. You just live forever. Yeah. And then what though? Like, do they know anyone or do they have stories about Probably this? Probably everybody eventually succumbs to sin or whatever. Uh yes. It's very um Adam and Eve. Not Adam and Steve. Um something very similar to that is the never ending life theory. That sounds very similar. Yeah. So it basically believes that you are always alive and that when you die, you're immediately reborn into your life without any memory. Your life? Like, you're just reliving your life or a different life? Does it matter? Um, I think this is similar to my belief, which is you die, you get blinked into an identical situation where you didn't die and you don't remember the previous situation where you just died oh so it's seamless okay you're not being reborn in this no a second ago a plane hit and we died Mm -hmm. but then i popped up here and i don't remember a plane hitting and me dying okay i just this was happening then too yeah but that's how they explained it that's essentially how they believe it yeah so you're always just kind of there's no end to life ever at all no. Just a life, just not your life. Pretty much, yeah. The end to a life, but not the end to your life. The cosmic theory is the one I was talking about earlier. Which one? Where you become Please. one with the universe and then oh. your consciousness then comes back. That's a, There's a lot of re- repetition going on as well. A lot, a lot, a lot of repetition. Um, the never, the life is infinite theory or whatever, you know, that one falls in part with the parallel universes theory. What is that one? One the, you, I guess it's the same exact logic almost, it's just thought of differently. As opposed to you simply existing, dying, blinking into existence elsewhere, and that being the only version that's currently happening, because death never happened, you just kind of keep... Even if you die, you move on mm-hmm. to the next moment that you didn't. So this is the same idea, but with, I guess, an added explanation as to how the hell it's really happening. Or partial explanation. Ooh, what's that explanation? What? Parallel universes. That's the explanation? Yes, that's also the name of the theory, because the point of the theory is the parallel universes. There are identical parallel universes, and somehow your energies are connected, and when you die, you just get blinked into that other version. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that one. But. Because science, scientifically speaking, it wouldn't work that way. Now, metaphysically, 
yeah, you could just die and warp forward into whatever the hell current situation you were already in because you are all of the above simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Without metaphysics, that kind of parallel universe shit doesn't check out because that should be a traversable distance. That me that in this I don't like this one because in theory this just means I saw you die right now, and I have a rocket ship that's infinitely fast. I could just aim at the other universe, go there. It's identical. And it's the you from over here that's over there. The, what? That wouldn't even make sense. Hmm. But that's a physical distance. Another. I traveled so far I exited this universe and entered that universe and then saw you there. Okay. When you died over here. Hmm. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, no. I don't like that one. I don't like that one. An alternative to this one is, again, this is so similar. They're all so similar but so different. This one is, again, also like the life never ends theory. But the idea here is, if you were to die, you would simply be like, oh, it was a dream. I feel like so many of these feel like that. Well, yeah, a bunch of those. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. They're all the same crap. (laughs) That's kind of how I began this, by telling you they're all so similar. And then I... Before telling you about this one, I specifically I said... I know, I know, but still, it's kind of, it's pretty ridiculous. How similar... I mean, everybody's an idiot. This, the basic principle is, we, no, my religion is right. No, my religion is right. No, my religion is right. But they're all arguing the same thing. And so far, all these deaths are the same thing. Because you're probably based on the religions. Hmm. Hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. That's to say that science is also a religion. That's why so many of these sounds like some sciencey nerd. Yeah. But that's the dream theory. The dream theory is everything is a dream. Always. Forever. 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 And so if you died now, you would just wake up as an old lady. If you died as an old lady, you'd wake up as a kid thinking, oh, a weird dream about being an old lady. If a bus hit you as a kid, you'd be like, oh my god, I had a weirdest dream where I got hit. Where I was one, a kid, and two, I got hit by a car. And that could just happen infinitely. Yeah. I guess, yeah. All it would take is two dreams for you to exist in a dream inside of a dream and everything that you got out of two would still be a dream. Say that again. <laughs> if you were having a dream right now, uh-huh. and in the dream you went to sleep and started to have a dream, it doesn't matter what happens beyond that point. If you were to come out of the second dream, you're still in the first dream and think that's reality because you saw yourself wake up. Oh, yeah. That's That would be weird. I wonder, no, could anyone even dream in a dream, though? Like, is that a thing? It's probably happened. Hmm. You've probably had dreams in which you thought you were dreaming. That is strange, yeah. And then you wake up in the dream and you're like, oh, wow, that was a crazy dream. Anyways, I'm gonna ride my dinosaur to school the way Mm -hmm. I normally do. Wow. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Like, wow, man, that dream was crazy I had when I was sleeping last night. Oh, really? What happened? Well, I thought I was, I died. I thought I died. Anyways, it looks like your T-Rex is fighting my T-Rex. We should get outside and separate them. Yes. That sounds right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, then there's Plato's theory. Plato believed that the physical world is actually just in our heads. Or not in our heads, but limited by our heads, if anything. Mm-hmm. Limited by our heads that when you die, all you're doing is liberating your mind. And your mind can truly be fulfilled with real knowledge and real information that the bodies are confining us he thinks our mind keeps going he thinks yeah like a soul 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it goes on and doesn't have the restrictions and limits of the body. Hmm. Um, interesting. I don't know. Hmm. The mind goes... The mind is being stopped by the body? Like... Knowledge is being stopped by the body. And then you die, and then you're able to... Yes, because the body only has a limited amount of RAM. While... In theory, the argument would be your metaphysical self has infinite potential. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That would be the solution to that problem. Um. Then we have the nothingness theory, which obviously is when it all cuts. That's it? <laughs> yeah. Now, the weirdest thing is people describe this as cutting the black, but that would be impossible because I would be seeing something. Cutting the black? That's what you said? Cutting to black. Oh, cutting to black. Oh, okay. Which would be impossible because that means you're seeing black. Which is impossible? Because you're dead and nothing exists, including black. Mm. Yes, because you won't be... It's weird to explain. You wouldn't be sensing anything. You wouldn't be sensing anything. That's the hardest part to try to tell somebody. Nothing is hard to explain. Yes. Like, we have a... Gen- like, everybody has a general loose idea. We can explain it in some figures. Usually with, like, molds. Molds help. Molds. Let's okay. say there are ten bottles and ten molds with which you made the bottle. And ten bottle, uh, nine bottles are in the molds. One bottle isn't. You can see an empty mold. What's happening in that mold, if the mold wasn't there, is the nothingness. There's one less. Negative numbers are nothingness. Mm-hmm. You know? It's the lack of something. We, we can, can represent them, but it's impossible to visualize lack of something. Yeah, we can't imagine that. We can't But you can feel see that. something missing. We see something missing. Or see something not somewhere. Hmm. So that's, a, that's as close as we can get to nothingness. Still nothing the compared to whatever it absence. is. That's so... No, because we have no concept for it. Yeah. Nothingness and absence aren't even close. It's just maybe the closest. Hmm. Interesting. And a lot of people believe this then, or? I mean, if you're an atheist, you probably believe it. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they call it, what was it again? Call it cu- cutting into the? Oh. When they cut the black. Cut to blank. Black. Okay. Maybe cut to blank makes more sense. Blank is still a thing. Hmm. It's blank. What do you think Mormons believe? They go to heaven. <laughs> you think they go to heaven? That's I'm assuming that's what they think. Jesus is waiting there with, for them. I feel like you know the answer and you forgot it. I probably ha- I probably forgot it because it's all gibberish. <laughs> you become a god when you die. I do not remember that. You become a god. You become a god when you die, yeah. That's the end of it? When you're good and righteous as a Mormon, or, you know, a Latter-day Saint believer follower, you become a god when you die, and non-believers get condemned in the afterlife. What does that even mean? What do they think becoming a god is? Ask a Mormon. Uh, where can I find <laughs> Many places. There's probably Mormons all over the place. Like, what the... Do they even have an idea of what becoming a... I feel like that's against 
believing in God in the first place to say you become him? Is it? The biblical text literally states that before the fruit was eaten, immortality, health, knowledge, just all the things you'd need to essentially be a god were just going to be given to you. But you wouldn't call that being a god. Like, you can't do everything God is supposedly able to do. Fair enough. They would be more like demigods. Yeah. At most. Maybe equal to angels, maybe? Whatever they are. It depends on uh, uh, an angel's reach. What's, like, a basic angel's capacity as compared to, like, a human's, you know? Yeah. I don't even know if they can live forever. Or they just live a long, long time. Longer than our understanding. But probably also expire at some point. Hmm. No, they must live forever. Only because, like, why would they betray God and go to hell to live there forever? Like, nah. Unless hell was funner. Like, what if hell isn't that bad and heaven is just whack? And we're over here like, oh, no, heaven, we must go to heaven. Everybody, the party's up there. Everybody wants to go to heaven. Meanwhile, it's, like, real boring and, like, hell's real exciting and they... You know, the devil's, I mean, uh, God's trying to not get, to get you to not go there because it's evil and it'll hurt and it's so hot. His heat is turned all the way up. But really, it's just like, nah, bro, I keep it at a nice, like, 75 and we party all day long. Yeah. Like, yeah, I kind of want to go to hell, bro. Oh. You don't want to become a god with the Mormons? God with the Mormons and just God all day? I guess. Got it all day. God all day. That's crazy. That's what they believe. Oh, that's cool. Does anyone else believe me they become God? No, but there are a couple of different versions of immortality, including the Egyptians. Mm. That's why they begin. Well, this is a weird one. So we know that they mummify their dead. Mm-hmm. Wrap them up. Do you know why they do it? Not the mummying up. No. Okay. The do you know why they're buried with their shit? They do get. I know they get tested with their. I think their heart or their brain or something on a scale. The Egyptians. Yeah, that's not them. Where they, if it's lighter than a feather, then they they were a good person or something. That is. That's not it. I don't know. That sounds okay. Am far off? Okay, this is judgment. That's for death. Yeah, but where your soul is being delivered. Interesting point that you'd bring that up because now we have a conflict of interest. Because what I'm about to tell you and what you've just told me are both things I know are true of the same people. (laughs) Okay, so there's multiple things happening. It's really conflicting. I don't know why I didn't remember the one you've just mentioned. That's not what happens in the afterlife. Yes, it happened. I mean, it happens after you die, but that's not the conclusion of the Mm-mm. afterlife. Ultimately, you had to go to heaven or hell, which is what that scaling system is deciding. Or their equivalent of. Yeah. But it's messed up and weird because I guess, I guess you would need to be murdered or. What? I don't even know. Okay, so the idea is that mummification and being buried with all your crap is essentially because that same body needs to be preserved because that's where you're coming back to life in. Yeah. We're just going to put you down here where you're safe away from light, away from air. We're going to seal this after we seal you. So we're going to seal you up with all your shit. And we're going to seal this place so there's no air to rot your body. And we'll leave it there. One day you're going to come back to life. 
and all your stuff, your with your stuff and junk. Here's three different problems I have. Problem number one. Yeah, they do get weighed. I don't know why I didn't remember that and how this works. So I'm assuming there has to be an actual way you can die that your body cannot be returned to. And then they believe that happens. That's my assumption. No, but I think they rip those. They take those things out. They have like machines, specific tools that they suck out of your nose or some weird thing of like, I don't know if it's the brain or the heart. They do stuff when they're mummifying you. They take those things out. Is it the Egyptians? I think so. Or is it a different group of people who mummify people? Hmm. None of this matters. Okay. Because there's one thing we have to consider. And now it's haunting me. As I've talked about this out loud. Let's say they're right. And you are going to come back to life in that body. Mm -hmm. Let's play this out real quick. Let's just, just in theory, just in theory, play out what's going to happen. You're just, you'd start seeing dark suddenly. You're like, I was hanging out with my wife and suddenly everything goes to black. Don't know what happened. All I remember is I was on the camel and I fell back and I'm pretty sure the camel was about to step on my head by accident. Don't remember it happening. I just remember falling off the camel and now everything's black. Maybe you did step on me and I passed out for a short while. But why is everything so black? Am I in a coma? I can't move. It feels really tight. Oh my god, I can't open my mouth. I can't I can't move my body. No. It feels real stiff. <laughs> am I sitting? Where am I? Where am I? Oh my god, I'm mummified. Okay, whatever. So you get through that idea. And you're panicking because, hey, it worked out. But, oh my god, I'm wrapped up. And I think I'm suffocating. So I'm probably going to die again. But no, you manage to move your arm just enough and tear a couple of things and then rip a hole through your mouth and, <gasps> okay, you still can't see, but slowly you pick off all the things. And now you're in a tomb where nobody can hear you, see you. The only air that's there has been there for God knows how long, and that's the only air you're gonna have. No food, no nut. This is a nightmare if it was real. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they... We're thinking like the people that freeze themselves. Like it's the, like eventually the we'll be able to. Is gonna be there. <laughs> the science will figure things out. Dude, let's hope that was the idea behind it. Because if their idea behind it is no, they'll come back one day. They must think some like when they come back, some they're gonna be in better bodies or something. No, they're gonna be in that body. That's the point of yeah, preserving the body. They preserve it so badly, and they rip things out of it. Like that doesn't make sense. I don't think it's the same people. You don't think it's the same thing? It would people. defeat the purpose to rip your heart out and be like, yeah, you're coming back. You know, that doesn't work out. There must be a group of people who are just mummifying them, probably Egyptian, and a mm. different group of Egyptians who are ripping hearts out or whatever. Okay. Or maybe the god that does that doesn't actually do Like, their their hearts and stuff is still in them. The god that's doing this isn't really doing this physically. Like, they're god? not doing... Because it's a god that's weighing the stuff. So they don't have to physically weigh anything. If this interesting, but you're not dead in none of, in when you're mummified, you're not dead. Oh, you they don't... must die a different way because you're yes, you're dead, but you're coming back. Yes, nothing could be done to this body. There must be a different type of process that then leads to the investigation by the gods. Okay. Also, they're demigods themselves because they don't know. Yes. 
weird. So weird. That's horrifying. I wouldn't want to be a mummy. Neither would I. It's a freaking nightmare to wake up in a hell prison. Yeah. No, like, I don't get that at all. That's just crazy. That's just crazy. Like, you gotta be super strong or something, right? Like, how do they expect them? What do they expect them to do? To stay there and die again. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, all your stuff is here. Don't come out. Yes. You're dead. You're a zombie now. If you come back, <laughs> stay there. We don't want no zombies walking around. That makes sense, I guess. You know, and we're gonna extra sense. wrap you just in case, so that you after we throw you in this <laughs> hole, nobody can get out of. You're also in a wrap that's probably difficult to get out of. Mm-hmm. So you're in a coffin, in a coffin, in a coffin. This, that's without mentioning the fact that some people are mummied, put in a box, and then put in a tomb. Yes. So they're making sure you don't get out. You, oh my god, this just got worse. Because you're. You somehow, you wake up, you're going through that whole nightmare, and somehow manage to rip a hole in your mouth, breathe, and slowly take off everything, but you're still in a box that you don't even realize is a box. You're like, what the hell? You scream for help. With the little air you can get? Yeah. Nothing. And then you need the strength to break it open after it's been bolted shut. Yeah. Somehow got it open? How are you going to rip a giant rock the size of a building out of the front of the tomb they put you in? I don't know. You just die yeah. in there again. That's fine. If you did come back, you're not living long. Man, they must be preparing for zombies. That's the only it has to be exists. put them all in a tomb <laughs> together and then put them all... When they're in that tomb, wrap them all and put them all in coffins and then close the tomb. And keep their stuff with them so they keep can them, ha- enjoy yes. themselves. Because we still love them, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just in case zombies aren't real, they got some stuff before they die. Mm-hmm. Again. But no zombies out here. No. Egyptians knew. They knew. Well. Also, also let's let's applaud Egyptians real quick for being the goths of culture. How so? They kind of are, right? They've always been pretty goth with the eyeliner going on. <laughs> and they're always like with death and a bunch of other weird things. And they love cats. Like It's, it's all cats the goth. Cats are so goth. Yeah, it's so goth. So, so goth. goth. So goth. With zombies now? What? Yeah. Cats and zombies. Very um, Egyptian, apparently. Mm-hmm. Now, the next thing is a pretty standard and probably the most common one. The paranormal theory. That's, That's just the ghosts? Th- yep. The theory that ghosts get stuck out here. That's it? Ghosts. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes, yes. Ghosts get stuck and there's ways to communicate with them and things that could be done, but... Essentially, you're just roaming out here among the living with the de- with the rest of the dead that can see the other deads. But you can kick them out of your home. There's a bunch of different ways to interact with them because they are still part of the living world. They themselves are just dead. Mm-hmm. And part of the dead world simultaneously. Because the dead world touches both, but the living only touches one. Okay. So you can't get rid of them, or you can? Not from Earth. Not from Earth. You okay, can't extinguish them. You can just, yeah, you probably move them somewhere else. Oh. Interesting enough, that goes along with a different ideology, different belief. One that goes hand in hand with uh, Christianity, actually, because Christianity says Earth will be hell at some point. (laughs) And this is called the pessimist theory, which assumes that we have already died. What? We're already dead. This, this is, is the afterlife. 
So if you have it good, you lived a great life and did things good. And if you have it crappy, you were a shitty person. Oh, that's a Christian thing. No, the idea that Earth will be hell or the afterlife is oh. Earth at some point. Mm-hmm. And the pessimist theory is this is the afterlife. So those oh. two ideas cross at that point. Okay. Yeah. Not to say this is hell, but this is the afterlife is the idea of a pessimist. We've already died. We're just wherever we go after we die. Yeah. Mm. I wonder what that place... Do they have any ideas of what that place was? Of where we were alive? Yeah. Not a clue. Does who? Like a specific person who mentioned this one time? <laughs> It's not a belief that they have, like, pessimists, I guess. I don't know, whatever. It's a religion or whatever. No, pessimism is just a negative person who believes nothing matters and everything is dead. And everything is dead. Everything <laughs> is dead. Okay. Uh, the typical Hindu belief of reincarnation. But this one is interesting because the Hindus believe in um, class-based reincarnation. So how you perform in life chooses your status in the next life. The better you do, the higher up you go until you free yourself from the system by making it to the top or whatever. The top? Like, just being super rich? What's the top? Living the best life, I guess. Mm. Happiest, most fulfilled life. And you don't become rich. You exit. Oh. The reincarnation cycle. That's the goal. You're trapped here until you figure it out. And then you stay as the god that all the consciousnesses are. Yeah, yeah. I guess you join the bigger thing, right? Yeah. Um... Boring Christian heaven and hell. And, oh, egocentrism. You're the only thing that exists. Also known as solipsism. Okay. The universe starts with you and ends with you. It Mm. is entirely processed inside of your mind. There is nothing else anywhere else. You've generated anything, everything, anyone, and everyone that's ever existed and you've ever met. I feel like I'm very, or most people are very boring very boring people. <laughs> like, this is the best we got, or I got. This is the best I got. With my imagination. Is that it? Like, yeah, I guess. I made all of this up. But you're also every part of this. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. think this is the best you got, but you're also the richest human who has ever existed. How? Because everyone is in your head. There's nothing. Oh. Okay. There's not even a head or a body. Your body's inside your head. Yeah. There's only mentalism. First principle of the Hermetic principles, I guess. First rule of the Hermetic principles. How do you say that? It's the first thing on the Hermetic principles or whatever. First thing? Yeah. The first principle. Mentalism. It's all in your head. Your body, in your head. The people, in your head. Everything's in your head. Mm. So, what do you think about what people think about? (laughs) What people think about? What do you think about what people think about? I think they're not creative enough. What would you make the afterlife? I don't know. Probably the spaghetti monster one. I was thinking the same thing. That bowl in the sky, the spaghetti bowl in the sky. I don't know yeah. why that wasn't here. That would make sense. That's something people... And the problem is I don't think people believe it. Oh, but it's the most creative if people did believe it. The pasta bowl and the, he, he'll use his noodly appendages to, to hug you. And there's beer and women, I think, is part of the deal. Yeah, in in the pasta bowl. Yeah. And if you go to hell, I think it's the same thing, but your pasta's cold. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Some ridiculous Wet thing. noodle crap. Yeah. But yeah, so that's pretty much it. So we're going to... What the... F- 
what we're gonna do we're gonna send 2022 oh no we're gonna put 2022 on top on tower. of the tower <laughs> of, silence. of silence and what do we believe is this gonna be born again it's just gonna be born again yeah, that's the just, only conclusion yeah it's is. just gonna snap back to reality somewhere else no. we're, we're sending 2022 to someone else some other universe that isn't here it's gonna wake up and be 2023 no because then it would have just aged no what it would have just aged into 2023 oh uh, uh, hmm. two different entities they could exist next to each other you could stare at them on a calendar next to one another yes okay think about it <laughs> think about it so you're doing what to it I'm putting it on top of the Tower of Silence, and it's going to be reincarnated. Or not reincarnated, just going to snap back into life. As 2022, though? Yeah. Just somewhere else? Just somewhere else, where 2022 went well and didn't die. Okay. Ah, okay. It's going to snap into the version where 2022 has 366 days. Oh, that's very... But if it's... (laughs) Is it on its last day, though, or it starts from the top? No, it's going to be on its last day forever, because... Oh. The... It dies that day too, but then it goes into the one. This probably happened. Think about infinite possibilities. You died because the plane hit, but you snap back into the situation or it didn't. Tomorrow you're walking down the street and you get hit by a car, but you snapped into the version that didn't. You, you're probably dying every day, every couple of days. We're probably dying all freaking time. That reminds me of Russian doll. The lady dies over and over again. It's probably happening. It's probably happening. Oh Minus the memory. Mm, yes, I guess that's what's happening with her, but yeah, minus the memory. Minus the memory. Oh, okay. Anyways, 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 anyways. That is basically what happened 2022. It's dead. That's what happened. It's 2023. We're over it. We're over it. I'm over it. Added little sauce on top. El Dia de los Muertos is when you celebrate the dead, mm-hmm. but not sad. You celebrate it happy. But you're not bringing them out. No. Okay. No, no, you're just celebrating to them. And I think... In memory of. In memory of. Okay. And I think 2022, nowhere near as bad as 2020. So I think it should be celebrated as an upturn from that point. How do you feel about 2021? Insurrection. Is that better or worse? Was that 2021 or was that 2022? 2020. It was some point. No, it was 2021, right? Because... Trump got elected on 2020, which means the insurrection followed him not wanting to give the post. So, yeah, 2021. That's here. 2021. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, anyways, there's a bunch of episodes on death. I think there's three or four, actually. Different topics related to death. Actually, there's questions about death. There is us just talking about death in different contexts. There's a bunch of episodes you guys can look at about death and year-end wrap-ups as well. Not just us counting where the clock is for the world dominator in a million different things for uh, last week's episode. But what? how other people celebrate their New Year's? Do we have an episode like that? I feel like we do. Probably, but I believe last year's was just uh, the wrap-up actually reviewing... Or maybe that's what we did last year. And then two years ago, we were kind of counting on the 2020. No, actually, I think we did a wrap up both years. I think we did wrap up on both years. Yeah, this so is the only year without year, excitement. Yes. So that's a good year, I guess. That, yeah, because all the. We only did it because of how much horrible crap happened altogether. Yeah. There's not enough horrible crap this time. 
There's some crap, but not that bad. Not a lot. I'd say it's a pretty good year considering where years have gone lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, so you guys can find us on all our socials at Just Convo Pod, which might change in the future so that the rambling podcast could have its own but who knows we'll, f- we'll figure it out as we move forward Ring. but just convo pod that's on twitter instagram uh, tiktok wherever just type it and remember to subscribe rate and review the show yes leave us some reviews please and let someone who might like this show know about it because word of mouth kicks ass and i'm sure you know people who care about death and or want to die and or know somebody who died or plan to make somebody dead so in any of those scenarios of how to get buried or something oh, that buried, yeah. but yeah that works too way less morbid than all my options mm. so somebody who just wants to figure out how they're gonna get buried when they die eventually as opposed to somebody who just wants to blow their brains out right now yeah. but regardless of how which one of these people you know this episode is useful mm-hmm. because it'll teach them one what people do with the dead and two of people where, where they think their victim is gonna go where their victim is gonna go or where they think they're gonna go when they get murdered this has been the rambling podcast take nothing personal and thanks for listening bye, bye. I guess if you're, li- I guess there's a, probably a little of everything. That's why people listen to like, like these story podcasts. The story. Th- podcast? Think of like, um, yeah, it's almost like an audio book. Think of like the left, right game. Mm. Right, like, is it relaxing or is it entertaining? Extremely entertaining. Yeah, like it's not. I wouldn't say it's relaxing. You sit back and you're like, oh, I'm so relaxed. Mm. But what podcast would give you an? In- what was it? I can't remember. Anxiety? Anxiety. No, was that the word? No. Intense? Yeah, an intense experience. An intense experience. Listening to a story would make you intense? I have no idea. I, you know, people say all the time that they've had like a, oh, I read the book and it made me cry. Okay, then that was an intense experience. I guess that is intense. It's making you cry. Like, whoa. Whoa. Whoa, you cried reading a book? Mm. Whoa. Mm Mm-hmm. I wish I had that much fun reading a book. Yeah. I love reading books, but I don't feel like I've ever had that experience. No, but even like watching shows, you don't get that experience. No, I don't feel like I connect with anything that way. Uh Like that I feel genuine or fair enough. I'll never forget this one book, Deep, Dark and Dangerous, long, long time ago about a ghost girl. And that ghost girl used to piss me off while I was reading that book. Uh I read this when I was a kid. That made you feel something? It made me feel anger. Anger. Oh, okay. Which I suppose was intense. Mm, okay, so there was something. The podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas. Produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info. Art by Zero Lupo. And logo by Seth McAllister. With social media managed by Amber Black.